Welcome to the Senior Pet Podcast, a show dedicated to giving our senior four-legged family members their happiest and healthiest lives. Now join our senior pet experts, veterinarian Dr. Stacy Bone and animal health insider Ron DeVries as they discuss why old age is not a disease. Welcome, everybody, to the Senior Pet Podcast. I am one of your hosts, veterinarian Dr. Stacy Bone, and with me is Ron DeVries. Ron, how are you? Stacy, I'm fantastic. Excited for this, uh, what, mini podcast? It's a mini episode, mini sode, yeah. Mini sode. Bite sized pod, I think, was the fancy term I came up with. And, you know, Ron and I were talking, and, and we really thought we've covered a lot over the last few episodes, four, four episodes to be exact, on arthritis. And we know that not everybody has the time to digest that all, and they may really want some information in a short, compact, you know, segment. So what we thought we would do is do a recap. Let's cover what we've talked about over the last four episodes with the knowledge that we're going to do like a 140,000 foot overview. And you can certainly listen to any of those episodes um, again if you need to or for the first time if you need to. Um, There's a ton of phenomenal information in all of these episodes. This is just an easy to digest format. So let's get started, Ron. Um, So first off, what is arthritis and particularly osteoarthritis? We know it's an an inflammation of the joint. Yeah, it's an in-stage inflammation of the joint. And osteoarthritis is the term that we use in veterinary medicine that is the quote-unquote arthritis of senior and geriatric animals. And so we transpose those terms a lot, but very important to know the difference because the therapies are a little bit different. Arthritis can affect any animal of any age because it's just inflammation of the joint. Osteoarthritis is typically an old older animal problem, right? More of a degenerative uh, issue. Exactly. And so, Ron, how common is it? Very common. That was the first word that came to me. Very (laughs) Very common. Very common. And in dogs and cats both, right? Yes. And I think that's important for us to mention because we know that it affects cats probably, what, more than dogs? We just don't see it. Yeah, we just don't see it because, unfortunately, cats are what? The the predator that hides everything. Exactly. And so the, the signs and symptoms can be a little bit different between the two of them. So, Ron, what are the most common symptoms that we see of arthritis in dogs, osteoarthritis? Uh, lameness. Yeah. Um, that's where I, that's almost where I'd start and end right there. And, and just the overall pain. And as a pet owner, these are the things that you're not going to miss. Exactly. If you've had that pet for more than a couple of weeks, you're not going to miss that there's some pain. Yeah. Slow to get up, limping, things of those natures. And all of the rest of the symptoms we talked about are really secondary to that. Um, But yeah, if you notice them tough to get off the floor, not walking across floors appropriately, things of that nature, what are the symptoms in cats? Uh, Very much the same. Um, less jumping, less activity, which (laughs) you have to be awake to see that cat be active anyway, (laughs) or or that cat has to be awake. Um, 
that that's right where I go to is their activity levels. Yeah, and so cats are difficult because really they're 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 very hard to diagnose with arthritis because they sleep 20 hours a day. But Ron, you hit it. It's jumping. I mean, the most common symptom is lack of jumping. And so that's really important. If you have a, a shelf or a, a ledge or something that your cat used to lay on all the time and can't make it up there anymore, it's worth investigating that there's a reason for that. So, Ron, we think we have a dog or a cat who has arthritis. How do we diagnose it? Uh, the best way to do it, the gold standard, is the physical. Exactly. So x-rays can be helpful more as a rule out. Um, but me as the veterinarian, when I examine your animal, the the what we're talking about, what we're seeing, and then the x-rays to rule out any coexisting issues leads us to a diagnosis of arthritis. So now we have a dog or a cat who has osteoarthritis, Ron. What is our treatment for that? And this is a big one. Uh, we're going to probably start with NSAIDs. Yeah, anti-inflammatories are still the gold standard of therapy, whether you're a dog or whether you're a cat. The big issue with them is side effects. And we covered that. So please listen to that episode. Um, the side effects are, are important to know. There's a lot of scary things on the internet that don't necessarily happen. But some things you need to watch for as a pet owner. Ron, what do you think about supplements as a treatment for arthritis? Uh, I think they're secondary to NSAIDs. And, uh, and there's some very valuable and, uh, and there's some great research out there on certain, uh, supplements, but not all of them. Yeah. And so how do we know, like, how do I choose a good supplement? Well, the first thing I do is I call Dr. Stacy bone, but if, <laughs> if not all of you have his cell phone number and I'll be glad to provide that to you, if you email us at the senior pet podcast at gmail.com. No, uh, I'm going to reach out to my veterinarian and ask them, uh, because I, I just I'm more comfortable with an expert's advice. And when I bring them in for their next exam, they don't look at me like I'm crazy because I told them that, of course, my dog's been on deer antler uh, powder for the last, you know, exactly. eight months. Exactly. And I think that, you know, a lot of times what we if we are researchers, um, we Google appropriately, right? We don't just Google what's the best supplement for my dog because you're going to get blogs and you're going to get podcasts and you're going to get um, marketing information. You really need to look at what's the evidence for what's in the supplement. And then does the supplement have the evidence that it actually holds what's in it and that it absorbs within the animal? And there's only a select few of supplements that get there. And there's a whole lot of other therapies, but we, we classify them all as adjunctive therapies. And that's the frustrating part is what happens when the anti-inflammatories aren't enough. And we've covered a lot of that and we gave a lot of really good options as secondary measures to treat pain, um, help rebuild muscle, um, dietary information and things like that that you guys can go back and listen to. But but really NSAIDs are your first line. Um, secondarily, we're going to add a whole bunch of other stuff in. And there, there's one big thing that we covered, and we're not going to do this recap without mentioning it, but it falls into both a treatment and a prevention. Ron, what is that? Weight loss. Weight loss. And more importantly, 
just don't ever let them get obese in the first in the first place, right? Because we know that obesity is bad. Obesity is pro-inflammatory for humans and animals, leads to a whole bunch of other problems in veterinary medicine, the least of which is arthritis. So if they never get overweight in the first place, you're doing a phenomenal job. But if they are overweight, get them to lose weight today. If you have a dog who's on treatments for Medicaid or for arthritis and is overweight, get that animal to lose weight because it will benefit them significantly. So that's it, Ron. That's a just a tight little recap of everything that we is we have covered. Is there anything you wanted to to reiterate or say before we close this down? You know, I think for any of the veterinarians that might be listening to the show, and I'm sure there's one. <laughs> I would, it's I, me. Would, I listen. Yeah. Just simply mention that um, everybody wants what's best for that pet, and and for those that have overweight pets. Uh, you know, a good veterinarian is not going to fat shame you and your pet. Right. So make sure you bring them in. Uh, it, it doesn't hurt to hear somebody tell you for the 18th time, hey, you know, Fluffy losing a few pounds wouldn't be a bad idea because it wouldn't be a bad idea. So, so don't take it personally. Just take it to heart. Do what you can. Because if you don't get that pet in to see that veterinarian because you know, you don't want to have your pet fat shamed again, <laughs> then they might miss something significantly more important. Exactly. So, so don't let that happen. And, uh, and your veterinarian should always be the first place you go and turn to. Definitely. And I think ask, you know, I think some of my best conversations that I ever had with pet owners were when they asked me, you know, Hey, Dr. Bone, do you, do you think my dog's fat? And that opens up a door that we can have a conversation without me having to worry about stepping on any toes. And we'll certainly cover obesity at some point in this podcast because it's a big one for all pets, not just seniors and geriatrics, but a, a good topic. So yeah, that's different than when your wife asks you <laughs> if she looks fat. For anybody listening, you know the right answer. And it's definitely not. Yes. And with that being said, we are going to close these uh, bite-sized podcast episode. Again, please go back and listen to the other episodes. I think you're going to get way more information there. Um, but we just wanted to have something you could refer back to at some point. So Don't forget, if you want Dr. Stacy Bone's phone number, make sure you you uh, reach out via email. Right. And you can ask any questions at the Senior Pet Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Well, and I, I will mention that, you know, kind of tongue-in-cheek, I guess, um, we are on the social media platform. So if you ever do have questions, follow us on Facebook. We're actually under uh, Paw Friction, but that's changing to Pawtology here. And we have a, the Senior Pet Podcast Facebook as well. I actually just answered some questions last night that we got through there. So I'm always happy to help out if you have questions. And with that being said, we will be back soon with a whole nother category, a whole nother topic um, revolving around the health and wellness of our senior pets. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Senior Pet Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to catch our next episode and follow us at the Senior Pet Podcast on your social media of choice. The information in this podcast is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional veterinary advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult your veterinarian with any concerns about your individual pet. 